Welcome to Travel, Eat, and Learn. I'm Susan Sam Shockley. And I'm Patrick Barney. And we're here after our summer vacation. Summer? summer. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. I am, I am sick as a dog, okay? <laughs> I'm living on NyQuil and Irish coffee. So I'm not responsible, but we've got a great we're flying special. with one wing here. We've got a great special today on river cruise trips. River cruises in America is what we did for New Year's Eve. But we have a short video to show you that there are hundreds of rivers around the world that have river cruises, and of course, the boats vary between the river, the time, and the number of people. Let's look at look. Just take a look at this while I'm trying to drink my coffee here. <laughs> As you can see, you can go river cruising almost all over the world. The biggest, the most popular ones, of course, are in, are in Germany and France, and of course in the United States, the mighty Mississippi. But the ships are smaller, the pace is slower, the age is higher, and oh my God. Okay, just to give you an idea of what we mean by high age, with that first night we had a contest. Who had, who has been married the longest? The couple who were married, married, 64 years, lost. <laughs> they were edged out by a couple who's been married 70 years, and they weren't married at 10. They got married at 20. They got married at 21, okay? Anyhow, so it does attract the older people over 60, but they have compensations for that, and I like to see older people, now that I'm older, traveling all over the world. Sam, but we're going to do our thing in a minute. Thank you for watching Travel, Eat, and Learn. This show is being sponsored by Four More Travel, and Four More Travel is me. So please give me a call or go to our website at www.4moretravel.com. Because you dream it, and they make it happen. They, and they meaning me. <laughs> All right. As I said a little bit earlier, Sam, we both came back with colds. We don't know how to blame it on the on the cruise, blame it on the air, airline trip or whatever it is, but we got our nose full. I'm taking NyQuil and Irish coffee, and we're going to have, a, I think, I'll discuss a little bit about our Ice Cube Jazz, which is all about this. When I tell you when you have a winter cold, the best thing for it is something that includes healthy things like coffee and tea and healthier things like liquor, okay? <laughs> and you, the two prime ones, of course, are an Irish coffee and a hot toddy. 
Atari is basically tea with whiskey. The uh, Irish uh, coffee, of course, is coffee and Irish whiskey. Remember the video I showed you about New Orleans and their Irish coffees? Take a look at this one again. Now that was a basic Irish coffee, no Baileys, no little foo-foo sprinkles on it, just coffee, cream, and so forth. And Irishmen do not drink through a straw. The okay, but I, I have to confess or or out Patrick because yeah. when he orders Irish coffee, he says no whipped cream, no cherries, no straw, just give it to me, coffee and. Liquor. Bourbon, liquor, whatever. Anyway, I have to tell you about the cruise that we went on. We've wait, been, wait, we didn't even introduce. Sam walks on water. I medicated. I want to tell you about this cruise that we went on. This is not the first New Year's Eve cruise we've been on. We were in Europe for New Year's Eve once, which was quite nice, but that's a whole different thing. We'll talk gonna, about the dumpster cruise sometime later. Exactly. I'm going to I'm going to tell <laughs> the dumpster cruise. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about this cruise. This cruise is $10,000 for a couple. That is important because <clears throat> you have to know what's involved. Now, we had about 120 to 150 people on this ship. They treated us very well. For that kind of money, they ought to treat you very well. Please, please put it in perspective. She never tells you who you're with or where you are. The thing is, <laughs> it was up the Mississippi from New Orleans to Vicksburg and back, and it was on American cruise lines, which do Paddle, uh, paddle wheels. And it was something one. that I'd wanted to do since I was a young thing. A sweet young thing. Yeah, there were no, no young things on no this No young things. No, no. no. Uh, the 70 to 100, and they were treated very well. If you had a cane or if you had a walker or you had a wheelchair, you were in like Flynn on this because they do treat you well. Uh, they, they don't push you, they don't whatever. But I'm going to talk about the excursions, and uh, there is an excursion every day. There's a bus waiting outside of the boat where they dock, and they take you to wonderful places. And one of the most wonderful places is the world, the um, Oak Alley, uh, Oak Hi. Alley Plantation. Now, this is 28 oak trees that are 300 years old, that line the pathway to this house. There are also 28 pillars outside of the house. This house is absolutely gorgeous. Um, we truly enjoyed going to this house. Um, I loved the fact that I had never seen one of those things that wave over the dining table that keep the flies away from the food. Better known as of fans. Fans. <laughs> 
okay? Yes. <laughs> Sam used to have the little stick that came down, the glue stick for her face. But anyway, I want to tell you about uh, two places before we go on to the next place. Um, they took us on a, a short tour and took us to the World War II Museum. Now we in New Orleans. In New now, Orleans. Before, before we, got on we the ship. actually, well, we were on the ship, but before we actually Don't sailed away. People. Anyway, <laughs> the I'm World confused. War II Museum is one of the finest museums in the world. It's number three in the world, and that was a very exciting thing. You could spend the afternoon there. Then we donned our finest, and they took us to Antoine's for dinner. Now, I have to tell you, they did it right. There's like eight rooms for parties besides the dining facilities. They brought us one of everything they had on the menu. It was delicious, and we got to sit with people and learn all about people. It was so very, very exciting. I have to mention, if I can interrupt for a moment I there, don't, okay? I don't uh, see no, why not. I, <laughs> Could I stop you? Antoine's, right? Yes. Antoine's is our favorite restaurant in the French Quarter, and the very fact that they could put on a dinner for 150 people, and the food was exquisite. We've been to their dining room, we've been to their bar, where you can get 25 cents martinis, by the way. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that they are top-notch. Uh, and, and this was all included in the price. So, I mean, the cruise line did a hell of a job on this welcome dinner at Antoine's. It was just tremendous. Now, I talked a minute ago about Oak Alley, which had, until this time, been my very favorite plantation of all times. And I used to live in the South. However, there is Hummus House. This is the most beautiful plantation I've ever been to. And the man who owns it actually lives in the house. And we found out that he gave one of the tours that day. Unfortunately, not my tour, but that's okay. We had a wonderful Southern Belle that took us on this, this journey. This is the staircase that you can see in the mirror. If, if this doesn't tell you that the house is incredible, I don't know Very what. Very artistic about you to take a picture, though, in the mirror. This is, this is. I'm this good. Is, we need to get this, we need to sell this one. This is good. This house was used in a movie that Bette Davis was in. And the owner at that time asked her if she would like to stay in the house. So they have a Bette Davis room. They had, um, Oh, it was Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. And they had Joan Crawford, who was supposed to be playing against her. Well, it got to the point where they found the two of them throwing rocks at each other. <laughs> throwing rocks at each other in the lawn. And they escorted Miss Crawford away. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they brought in uh, Olivia de Havilland. And... Uh, so that's how that went down. But there is a room with her pictures and all kinds of things, and it's really kind of nice. Then they took us to a horrible plantation called Rose Down. And it is beautiful looking from the outside. But the day we got there, they had had a tornado the night before. And there were trees and all kinds of brush down. Well, that was not the worst part of this plantation. 
um, this plantation was described to us as, oh, the electricity was off yesterday because the wires are buried in the ground and they got wet and, um, oh, well, they have mold and they, it smelled dirty and it, it hadn't been dusted in a long time. I was very disappointed. And, and then they took us to this place called Grandma's Button Shop. Well, it's a button factory on the second floor, and on the first floor you can buy junk. <laughs> and we spent a whole long time there, and I didn't want to buy any junk. Allow me to say a few words about the plantations. You know, one of the things they do on these river cruises is they, um, they have day trips, to, and in the south, in the Mississippi River, the big thing is plantations. And what amazed me about finding out these plantations is some of them were as big as 300,000 acres. Now, we only think about that in terms of, of Texas or something with the big cattle ranches. But in the South, in the 1840s, cotton was king. And when they planted cotton, they planted a lot of cotton. <laughs> you think? Oh, my God. So that was amazing in itself, Sam. I thought that was wonderful, you know. But, you know, for me, you see one plantation, you see them all. You know what I mean? It's not my cup of tea, but I know you love them. Well, now I want to go on to the food. We went with our very dearest friends, Guy and Kathy Taylor. And we were lucky enough to meet six other people. And we sat at this grand table that Julia served us. Now, Julia was a great server, and she should be the trainer for the entire line. I swear to God. Uh, we really lucked out, and well, you want to say something? Yeah, food is my thing. All I right. mean, I didn't get this way by All sitting right. and looking at a plantation. Well, I'm not so okay. little myself. No matter what else happens on a cruise ship, especially a river cruise, food is it. And I'm amazed about the, the amount of food and the variety that comes out of a very small kitchen on a river cruise ship and the variety that comes out there. Now, I, I've got three pictures here. What I, I took just three choices of all the ones I wanted to show you. First of all, their breakfasts were tremendous. In this, you're looking at a shrimp and seafood quiche. Absolutely delicious. I couldn't, I couldn't have had more of it. And then, then, of course, they have happy hour because we said free booze. And what you're looking there, it's the best tasting alligator meatballs I have ever had. Absolutely delicious. <laughs> they, say it tastes, they say it tastes like chicken. I don't know if it tastes like chicken or not, but I went back for thirds. They were great. And finally, at dinner, they amazed me every time at dinner. This was a full lamb shank, and it was fall off the bone tender. I'm telling you, uh, this particular cruise ship, they know how to cook pork and lamb. I'm telling you, it was, it was great. The food was plentiful, and it was good. And they make, again, Sam was saying, they, the, for, the, for the older people, you know, they really treated us well. Sam one night looked at the menu on dinner and said, I can't eat any one of these. I don't like lamb. Well, I'm not I don't that like bitchy. the pork. I don't. I just, uh, yes, you are. No, yes, you I are. I mean, that little wonderful waitress cringed every time <laughs> Sam went over here. Okay. And this night, she couldn't find anything on the menu. Six choices. Oh, no, I can't eat that. Oh, no, I can't eat that. You know what they did? They went and cooked her a steak medium rare, and they made sure it was done perfectly for her. Now, you don't get that 
in the bigger ships, but you do get it on river cruises. And this one, their kitchen was on point all the time. Now, anything else about the food? No, but I know we had a wait right, waitress, and I'm telling you that we, I sat at the most demanding table. You and Guy and Kathy and the <laughs> other two people. I Our mean, friends are going to watch cringe. this. Hush up. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Now let's talk a little bit about river cruising. The one thing you can't do about river cruising is you can't control the weather. And you will see from this little video in a moment that the mighty Mississippi is beautiful one day, foggy the next, cold and rainy the next. So take a look at what uh, cruising on the Mississippi is all about. It was amazing in a one-week period how the weather changed from bright and sunny to the fog was so tight you couldn't even see the shore, which was a couple, maybe 15 feet away. And I can imagine the river goes from two feet to 200 feet. Not knowing how to navigate that river is just unbelievable. But it was an experience, definitely. And Sam, you remember our, our problem in uh, in Germany, right? What I call the dumpsters through there. They didn't have a problem with fog. The problem was they had an early thaw, and the river rose. And when it rose, you couldn't get under the bridges. And no company, no uh, Avalon, uh, no, no, Ama Waterways, Viking, go. nobody could get under. But I have to tell you, Ama Waterways gave us a free cruise to 150 that people. That may be because we had to sit there in one spot for three days and look at an orange dumpster. Okay. Not everybody had to. They they turned the ship around oh, so that great. we could look at the river, uh, yeah. and then they smacked another ship, ship up, up there, against yeah. us. So, so I'm looking at a naked guy yeah, in the room. I don't know with, which is worse then, the orange dumpster <laughs> or this guy in the morning in his, in his shorts. Anyway, okay. this particular ship had three gathering places. I wanted to mention that, and we were on another American cruise line that had two. This I preferred. Um, it you either had industrial or you had shrubbery. I expected there to be a lot of houses on the side. There weren't. Tell me about Vicksburg, please. Now, I waited the whole trip for Vicksburg, the big battle of the South, um, outside of Atlanta and Sherman's March, okay? And it was critical for the North or anybody over the last 200 years to take control of the Mississippi. And it all happened in Vicksburg. This was the first really big victory for for Grant, and this is probably why he was finally put in charge of the whole army. But in Vicksburg, 77,000 Union soldiers went up against 33,000 Southern boys. The fact of the matter is, though, Vicksburg had the high ground, and it was impossible to take Vicksburg, even though they had uh, Grant on one side with cannons, and they had the iron ships on the other side 
blasting from the river, they couldn't take it. So they decided to starve them out, and after 47 days, Vicksburg finally fell. And we don't we really know that much about it because it happened the same weekend that Gettysburg happened. Everybody knows 4th of July in 1863, Gettysburg. At the same time, Vicksburg was falling several hundred miles to the south. We got up, now it's like most, I've, we've been to Sam, you know, you know, we've been to many of the parks and the battlefields, Manassas, uh, Chancellorville, Gettysburg, and they all do the same thing. You take a bus tour through it and you see where different regiments were placed. And the regiments were by state, and it was up to the states later on whether they would put a mo monument up to say, okay, the 42nd Missouri was here, the Tennessee Volunteers were here. If not, there's nothing there but a sign, okay? So here's a little tour we took of Vicksburg Battlefield. Well, I have to tell you, just in summary, um, they have a lecturer every day that will tell you about where you're going the next day. Uh, they also have his wife, that's Bill, and his wife, Laura Sable, is a singer, and she is entertainment a couple of the nights. And then they brought in the World War II Museum singers, and then they brought in another local entertainer. The entertainment was great. Uh, they also gave everybody on the ship gifts, beautiful, beautiful vests and, and tote bags. And for that, I say, this is the good part of our cruise. What about New Year's Eve? Well, New Year's Eve was beautiful. Well, that's why I have pictures. Okay. Well, we have a picture of, we brought masks because it is... Um, New Orleans, I mean, you have to have masks. Of course, we were the only ones with masks, but that didn't matter. We didn't care. We were autonomous. We were gorgeous. <laughs> we had a wonderful time. We were in tuxedos, and so nobody else did it but us. That's all right. But for New Year's Eve, you overdress. I love to overdress. I, mean, I always, always overdress. overdress. All right, Sam, well, now you've talked about the fun time. It's time for me I to did. do a little travel I can't rant. Wait. My travel rant this time is K 
keep your promises if you're going to make it. There were several things about this cruise that I think were missteps, and they did not have to do it if they, if they kept their mouths shut. We had a wonderful presentation the first day by the executive chef on how wonderful his food is and how great that is. And listen, if you love anything, just ask. We have all the recipes. We'll be glad to print them off for you so you can take them home and try them yourself. I tried four times to get two recipes. After three days, I got one. After I got off the boat and headed home, I still was missing one. Don't tell me I can get something and then not get it to me. That is ridiculous. Also, know what's happening. We went to three major cities. Each day before, as Sam said, they told us what was going to happen the next day. They stood there and said, oh, you're going to love Natchez. They got cute little shops. We're going to be dropping you off in town. You can walk around and see these shops and all. It was the day, it was the day after Christmas, and guess what? Day after They New were all, no, day after Christmas, oh, too. Right. And all the shops were closed. Now, come on, people, you should know that. It, that was the legal holiday. We even went, when we went to Vicksburg Battlefield, all the national parks are free on national holidays. That was New Year's Day. They had they, a check. They had, and they were had a check looking to pay somebody. <laughs> I'd like to know what happened to that check because I didn't get any refund for it. But the fact of the matter is, somebody in that company does not know what they're doing. They go up that river several times a, a month. They know what should happen. That's stupid. The other thing is, we said how great they handle older people, and that's what they're in shape in in uh, that's what their whole marketplace is while it isn't all that great there's several things that happens first of all as some of you may know i had a stroke about a year ago so i'm stuck with a fucking fucking <laughs> cane okay and i got a week i got a week notice scott really likes that he's very into handicapped people but the fact of the matter is I have a weak left side, so we're getting on, getting on the boat the very first day, and I noticed going to the gangplank, the first two steps have no, have no railing, and they are three to eight inches high. Even a healthy man would have trouble making those steps. I'm at the I top tried of the gangplank. I don't care what you want. This is about me. <laughs> okay. I fell. I fell, you know, and I, I, I fell, and I hurt myself slightly. But I broke my camera. They fixed the camera. Sure, they gave me blue masking tape <laughs> to hold it together so it would work. Okay, but the, and from that day on, for the rest of the cruise, they had, every time they had the gang playing out, they had two men at the bottom, two men at the top, so people don't fall. Nice recovery, but bad beginning. Then they've got a wonderful cabin for handicapped people or people with problems. All the they're, cabins they're, have the red buttons. I know, button. they, they, they do, they have red buttons. If you fall, they have uh, uh, so many rails, I was washing them in the bathroom along with myself. <laughs> but, but one thing they missed, you, want, you pay for a balcony, you wanna sit on a balcony and you wanna enjoy the river, you wanna enjoy the day. First of all, when it rains, you can't sit out there. And after it rains, it's wet. And when they clean your room, they don't clean the balcony. They don't clean the table. They don't even have the drains in there where the water can run off, which every other cruise line has. So, and guess what? If I went out there to that 
beautiful balcony and slipped on that water. Not only would I have fallen down, hit my head on the sliding glass door, but I would have been 40 freaking steps away from the red button. <laughs> you are so bad. I mean, I can't believe that. Oh, you know, they must have wonderful liability insurance. I don't know. But come on, people, if you're going to be specifically for certain people and certain inf uh, problems, then do your homework and do it right. And do your homework on your excursion. All right. I think it's, that's enough, Sam. We All, gotta right. Say, all right. What's about? We had a question last week, and we said, "Where were the terracotta warriors, and how many were there?" How many were there? There were over eight thousand. Eight thousand of them. It's in China. They started building these these uh, clay warriors when the emperor was thirteen years old. And Can how old was he when they finished? I don't know, but. <laughs> It's immaterial. I hope he had a long life because they built, they built horses, chariots, and people. Let's look at this video. I just, I'm just amazed by it. So obviously, if you go to China, you want to make sure you see this, the Great Wall, and Shanghai, and, and Hong Kong. Okay. No happy hour for you, mister. You're no, going to bed. No, not today. I'm going to bed and take my Irish coffee with me, but we've got a question for you for next week. The Mississippi River runs from New Orleans to Minneapolis, St. Paul, and there are four other rivers that branch off the Mississippi and go to different places, and you can take a riverboat on all of those rivers. What are the four major rivers that branch off the Mississippi? That's our question for this week. Well, I'm taking Mr. Nasty home now to go to bed, and I want to thank you for watching. I'm Sam Shockley. And I'm Patrick Barney, and I'll be better next week. <laughs>